Mm -hmm. Dude, hopefully editing the last one wasn't too bad. I seriously don't get what was happening because (laughs) I listened to so much of it, beginning, middle, and end, and there was no stuttering when I sent it. Well, it really wasn't as bad. Like, I didn't didn't notice it nearly as often, but when it did happen, it was also not happening in areas that I felt like were as crucial. Like, the biggest problem with it before was just that, like, it kept happening frequently enough and when we were, like, actually making a statement of some kind. Uh Whereas this time, it felt like it was a lot easier to just derive context. So I was like, ah, it's going to be mildly irritating, but... Let's kind of not worry about it, and for the sake of sanity, just, like, kind of edit around it. Gotcha. So that's what we did. Well, hopefully yeah. you won't have to do that this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did a really hopefully. good job. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad well. it sounded okay. It wasn't nearly as arduous as the other episode. It was just kind of like, oh, well, this is going to be slightly irritating, but it's fine. Good. Yeah, I didn't have to talk her off of the ledge when I got home or yeah. anything. Yeah, well, like, seriously... <laughs> There was Seriously, a, I had to <laughs> the last time. There was a moment the last time where she came in and I was just like, I just like had my face buried in my hands as I was listening to it. And she's like, are you okay? And I was like, no. It was really bad. But it wasn't like that with the last one. <laughs> Man, hearing, hearing you talk about it just, I don't know, it makes me worried that I'll just have nightmares about it. <laughs> oh, no. Don't stress about it. Don't stress about it too much. Apparently it's like a rite of passage that you lose an episode or two on a podcast. And we've never had that happen yet. Yeah. So. Knock on wood. Jeez, Elsa. I'm sorry. I did it again. Yeah, 2020, 2020 isn't over yet. <laughs> I know. Gosh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. Don't tempt it. But anyway. Okay. No, 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 okay. So. Thanks so much, Zach. We yeah. so appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> We're also recording audio on my phone. I don't know if Zach said that already. Just in case. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he uh, mentioned it. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> just in case something goes horribly wrong, it can just be a really weird sounding episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, feels appropriate yeah. to have an episode like that every once in a while. Yeah. Just stylistically. We'll say it's a stylistic choice. <laughs> Yeah, it's meant to represent the fact that we have COVID. Yeah. We are tortured artists. Yeah, we really are. Mostly tortured by our own ineptitude, but still tortured. Speaking of ineptitude, it's around the chair into the wall. Oh, no. How did you manage that? There is so much space in that room. It's just... It's just like a thousand square feet and one chair. I've been in that room. Talk about ineptitude. <laughs> it's because I was walking um, through the archway, but I was like oh, okay. right up against it because here's my chair and here's the archway. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. But I was trying to one, one hand the chair. <laughs> it didn't work very well. <laughs> Listeners, we are, as we're recording, we're watching Erin on Zoom. (laughs) Or on Google Meet. Yeah, it's Google Google Meet. (laughs) So we can see her as she's, you know, dancing around her apartment holding a chair and a recording device. (laughs) It's pretty good. This is the most... It's very... (laughs) The most entertainment they've had in a while. It really is, because (laughs) as mentioned... Um, sort of in passing, but now we will just declare it to the universe. Jensen and I both have COVID. Yep. Um, as well as our parents. As well as our parents. We caught it through Jensen's work, we're basically sure. Yeah. 
because she had it first and last month like three or four people all got diagnosed with it. Yeah, they all got sent home. And but, uh but it was too late. I think yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't exactly know how it happened. So unfortunately got from, but... Jensen got COVID and then the rest of us caught it from her. Which um is just the weirdly appropriate way to end this year. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> I'm shocked that I didn't get it earlier. You're already an at-risk person yeah. whenever you catch diseases. Viruses really easily. Diseases. <laughs> diseases. Um, <laughs> diseases. I'm diseased. I have COVID brain, okay? <laughs> Honestly, Zach and I aren't completely convinced that we didn't have it at the beginning of the year. I mean, for me, yeah. it was, I mean, it was a pretty bad flu. But for Zach, it was like the sickest he's ever been. And yeah. his lungs were messed up for months and months afterwards. You know, I remember that. And yeah. I remembered wondering, anything embarrassing happened besides that we caught the plague? Well, there was <laughs> what I found in my eye. Oh, yeah. Jensen found something in her eye. That was pretty embarrassing. So <laughs> It was embarrassing. Since- yeah. Since Thanksgiving, <laughs> which right is word. when it was like the second day that I had symptoms, um, my eye, my right eye would not stop watering, oh, just no. constantly watering. And that's when I first started to like wonder. That's why I went and got a test uh, um, the day after Thanksgiving. Oh. And I didn't go and with the, the rest of the family because they went to go visit family. And I didn't go because I was like, I might be sick. Mm-hmm. And... So my eye was constantly watering, and then I tested positive, and I was like, okay, so this must be part of it, because, like, I was feeling really dried out, dehydrated, and just, like, like I can't get, I still am, I can't get enough water. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just constantly drinking water. And um, yesterday, I woke up, and my eye was watering so badly that I couldn't even see out of it very mm. well, and it hurt hurt really badly right in the corner uh-huh. right in the tear duct like where the, the sinus is and it was so bad and it started swelling up and it's still a bit swollen and I was like okay what is going on so I, I assumed it was like a sinus infection or something but then I was looking at my eye in the mirror and I noticed it looked like I had a little eyelash like on my eye so I I reached up and grabbed it and I pulled it out and I could feel this hair that was up and wrapping around the top oh. of my eyeball and it pulled out and oh. it was one of this wicked cat's <gasps> hairs. And oh. he's a long-haired cat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was one of his hairs. It was like it was like an inch and a half or ah. something long and it had been wrapping up over the top of my eyeball. <laughs> oh my gosh. And <laughs> it was... So, yeah, embarrassing. <laughs> so I pulled that out. My eye continued to hurt the rest of the day, and my sinus was still all swollen yeah. you know, and stuff. But I, like, did whatever I could to, to get rid of it, and I took a bunch of medicine, and this morning it's been a lot better, and it's oh, barely man. been watering at all. That's good. So I think the hair was the main problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think that's boy. more disturbing for you than embarrassing. Like It was horrifying. I would have been mortified, Yeah. Like, when I pulled it, point. I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I already have a thing about eyes and a thing about hair. Yeah. And combining uh. them was just horrific. 
you know, I think that for people who regularly indulge in horror as a genre, mild body horror is just embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was embarrassing that I went a week without noticing that. Man. Yikes. Uh, you thought your eye was watering because it was a symptom of COVID. You were blaming that poor, innocent coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> when really it was your wicked cat. What did COVID ever do to you? Wow. Besides, you know, ravage your health Yikes. and take away your sense of taste. And kill and... a bunch of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yikes. That got dark. Yeah. Um in other news, so Oscar Isaac. Oh yeah. Aaron. <laughs> right before you called. We got some, we were looking through um, some Google stuff, and there was an article that said that Oscar Isaac is going to play Solid Snake oh. in the Metal Gear Solid oh. movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it's one article, so we don't know any details or if it's even true, but if it is, that's amazing. I kind of <laughs> love that we live in this time when, like, any random person could just put their wish out there in the universe yeah. and turn it into an article that nobody fact-checks and yeah. just kind of get the idea out there. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if it's true either, but Oscar Isaac should play Solid Snake. Yes. Right. That's good casting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds awesome. He's got the right energy. Mm -hmm. I agree. Love that. <laughs> Love that for him and for us. <laughs> um, okay. So let's get into it, because we've got kind of a fun episode planned today. But before we get into the agenda, let's just talk briefly about what games we're playing right now. Um, I will go first, because my list is very short. I platinumed Demon Souls Remake. Woohoo! It was a time. <laughs> I, love, I loved every single minute of that game. I had such a good time with it. Um... I am now messing around in the fractured world. Uh, I love it. It's like <coughs> you pay 25,000 souls um, and then you can enter the fractured world if you want. And it's essentially just... Oh, you don't have to? Yeah. You can like choose if you want to go. You can like, could you go back and forth between I them? I don't know because I got into the fractured world and I loved it so much I haven't left yet. Well, let me know because if you can go back and forth, I want to do that like tonight. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's fun <laughs> because it's basically everything's the same except you're like in a mirror version. Like everything is flipped where it's located. And... um. It is kind of fun and disorienting, and it's kind of a fun way to, like, work your way through those levels again. And um, I'm doing it kind of just to have a different experience for this playthrough. Um, but also because I'm collecting the ceramic coins, because you need 26 of them to trade to Sparkly in order to get the Penetrator. Oh, I can't believe they called it that. <laughs> so the <bad>. Penetrator's <laughs> Armor. <laughs> Um, which I really want the oh penetrator's armor. It's really cool looking armor. It's but very that is a cool. terrible name. I already used the penetrator's sword. <laughs> I'm just trying penetrate to enjoy someone it. Now. With it? Yeah. Um 
Anyway, that's what I'm doing now. Well, congratulations, Elsa, on platinuming Demon Souls. You're that welcome. Was awesome. And getting and penetrated. I'm so jealous. And getting <laughs> penetrated. Yep, sure that happened. Love many a good times. penetration. Um, so then. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> also played through the entirety of Astro's Playroom, um, which I didn't do on purpose. I just. Was going to start it and mess around because, like, you know, it's from what I'd seen of it, I was like, oh, it's a charming little puzzle platformer that's like got some nostalgia for PlayStation. And that is what it is, but it is also like a three and a half hour ad for Sony PlayStation products. And I wanted to be disgusted and to hate that about it. <laughs> But it was so fun. <laughs> the gameplay was really satisfying. So I couldn't be properly, like, incensed about all the shameless, like, shilling of their own products. Like, I just couldn't. It was... It's, it's so cute. And it's, it's like... It's just funny because it's, like, product placement for stuff you already own. Yeah, so. like, most of it. And then the stuff that I don't own, like, there's a reason. No, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I was I was watching her play a little bit, and I gotta say, the marketing is really good, because as she was jumping around the original PlayStation, I was thinking, I don't have one of those. I should get one. <laughs> um, but it's very, it's very cute, and it's very satisfying gameplay. Um, interestingly enough, the gameplay feels, like, really crunchy, and, like, everything breaks, and that's part of what's fun about it. Mm. But, like, that's not what I ever went to Sony games for. Like, that's very much a Sega Nintendo feel. Um, but, you know, whatever. Sony can get on board with it. Um, I also thought that their little references that they threw into um, a bunch of games that they've had on the platform over the generations, I thought that was very cute. Um, I, I think I the ones I liked the most were the ones that weren't front and center and in your face um, where it didn't feel as much for it, like they were just pointing to it going, do you get the reference? <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't uh, like those ones were fine. Some of them, like you run into Aloy and, and that, and, and like, that's pretty easy early yeah. on. And like, there's a huge Titan bot that like helps you at one point, yeah, which is cute. But my favorite references were the ones that were kind of tucked out of the way that you would kind of, have to discover by exploring the levels a little bit more in depth. Um, at one point, I toppled over a platform and there was one below it kind of hidden behind it that I landed on. And, um, and that's a pretty common thing that happens. So I was exploring, looking around, and I found a puzzle piece. And beside the puzzle piece, there is um, a bot with a traffic cone on its head dragging another bot by the ankle and I stared at it for a second and then it clicked that this was pyramid head and I was just like uh, <laughs> like it's <laughs> dark so yeah I was like that's a curious reference to make in this very lighthearted game. You're like, I didn't know Pyramid Head could be cute. <laughs> there he is. The embodiment of misogyny just <laughs> being adorable with a traffic cone on his head. <laughs> 
It was a thing. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Astro's Playroom was really fun, though. I had a good time with it. And before I knew it, I had beaten the entire thing. Mm -hmm. Um, That final boss battle is not difficult at all. Um, It is very cute, though, and very fun. And I did enjoy it a lot. And um, yeah, I, I think that it's, it's not long, you know, like I said, I think it took me three and a half hours and um, I would recommend this to pretty much everybody who has access to it, which is everybody who's got a PS5 and uh, anybody who will have a PS5. It's cute and it's fun and it killed a couple of hours and I had a good time breaking everything. Yeah. Everything I've seen and played, it's, it's adorable. <laughs> had a smile on my face it looks really cute it's so cute and astro when you just let him sit there and he like waves and smiles at you it's so cute (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's quite needy (laughs) (laughs) it's good though he's cute okay i want to play it so what about you erin uh how are you doing on your gaming life right now uh still on my vampire pacifist run (laughs) um the more i refrain from killing the more i just really want to kill everyone i just want to go on a killing spree (laughs) that's what happens yep (laughs) i mean it's so it's been pretty ridiculous up to this point but it's been manageable um like it's been enough where it's like okay i i should you know gather some XP, do some grinding, and I can level up pretty quickly that way. And then I could go and do like a main quest line and everyone was only a couple of levels above me and it wasn't too bad. Um, I've definitely gotten better at the gameplay and fighting. But where I am right now, they're (laughs) even just wandering throughout the districts, I'm I'm getting destroyed. Like, it's ridiculous. Because there are vampires everywhere, and there are just tons of enemies everywhere, and they're pairing, um, like, the the priests with the giant cross staffs with the the brawlers, and they hit Mm. so hard, and fighting them two-on-one is insanity. (laughs) And in fact, I I sent... um, a gif of homer <laughs> so i i thought oh, yeah yeah because i was at the hospital and one of the main objectives is in the morgue right next to it and i was like oh it's right next to me so it's probably not that much of a you know level difference i walk in i turn on my vampire senses and immediately everyone is like six levels above me and I just like noped right out of there. And so I sent the <laughs> the one of Homer Simpson just like <laughs> slowly just melting, yeah, into, the, melting the into the bush. <laughs> I was like, that was me just now. <laughs> classic, classic memory, yeah. Aaron. Yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> we are going to have to fire you from the podcast because you just called it a GIF. Oh, yes, you did call I, it a GIF. I will defend myself. <laughs> We don't say scuba, do we? It stands for graphic something something, right? You could argue the same for scuba. The creator calls I'm it a GIF. I'm actually okay with it. He could be wrong. He could be wrong, <laughs> the, though. The creator can't be wrong about his own creation. He can't. They totally are, better. 
It's not right, Erin. Erin's also, she's, she's like this about something. So she also likes inverted. That's right. Controls. <gasps> yeah. Why? <laughs> I just, I just, I just secretly like to stick it to everyone. <laughs> I've been playing dark. I've always gotten that vibe from you, Aaron. <laughs> Seriously, I've been playing some Dark Cloud lately, and when you go, you can go into first person if you're inside a building, so you can look for things a little better. Mm-hmm. And when I go into first person, it's inverted, and it infuriates me every time. And I'm always like, "How does Aaron play like this?" <laughs> it makes me so mad. It's okay. We've reconsidered your firing and you're back on, but oh, you know, you're unnoticed. Probationary status. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch myself. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry, but I'll watch myself. <laughs> you have to have an episode that is just dedicated to the debate between whether or not it's gift or just. just a what does that have to do with the video entire game? Entire episode. I don't know what it has to do with games, but we'll say it has something to do with games. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, I kind of feel like a vampire video game where if you don't kill people, it instills in you the urge to kill people is, like, very effective on a meta level. Right? Yeah, it's so... I love how they do that. that. It's really clever. Yeah. Yeah, that's really... It's really cool. Yeah. And I'm sure it was intentional. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and and one thing I I really enjoyed, like this is a really small thing. Um, but you know, like Twilight was trying to like move away from the traditional vampire, like sunlight hurts us and it's like, no, it doesn't, we just yeah. sparkle. <laughs> I mean I can sparkle. <laughs> I could appreciate trying to like have your own version of vampires. But in yeah. this one, it's just straight up like, yeah, people need to invite you into their homes and you can't cross yeah. the threshold of a church and staffs drain your, or sorry, um, crosses drain your stamina. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. So it's like vampire it. purism. Yeah, yeah. They like stuck really close to it and I love mm-hmm. it. That is cool. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's. That's just what I'm doing right now. I am desperately searching for XP. So that's my no. that's my gaming experience right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Erin. It's all right. I'm almost I done. believe in you. I'm, I'm almost there. I believe in you. Just you can do it. Out on the video game corner with a tin cup begging for XP. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just how they designed it. <laughs> From the studio that brought you Life is Strange. Yep. Somehow they made one of my favorite games of all time. I know. They went from Life is Strange to Vampire, and Aaron's like, how? All right, Jensen, what are you up to? Well, I totally forgot to include this in the notes, but I did I did play a bit of Dark Cloud recently, um, which is a game that came out on PS2, and... I used to play it when I was little a lot, and Elsie used to always say that it was a ripoff of Zelda, and she I'm made fun of me for playing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I love this game, and so I went back to it because I I bought I bought it like the the remastered well not really remastered but it's just like it's playable on PS4 and it's got trophies. But I've been playing it on my PS5, 
which I think is quite ridiculous because I here I have this incredible piece of machinery and I'm using it to play a PlayStation 2 game. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should be a little bit ashamed. Well, as I would explain to young Elsa now, Dark Cloud is a ripoff of Zelda, but who cares? And as I will explain to you now, that is a strange use of the latest machinery, but also who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... You having fun? Oh yeah, I've been perfect. having loads of fun. That's perfect. I've almost beaten it again. I've, I've almost caught up to where I got um, in my original game when I was a kid. Because I almost beat the game. It was another one of those games where I got nearly to the end and then I freaked out and never played it again. I'm almost caught up to that point when I stopped playing it. So it's been it's been pretty great. But I also played uh, The Surge a lot lately. So I started The Surge like a year ago just on a whim. And I got far enough into it to earn like a trophy or two. So it was listed on my trophy list forever. And I don't like having games listed on my trophy list, which have a large, like a short percentage of trophies earned. And it had like 1%. And so it just made me furious. <laughs> so I just like decided to start playing it again, like last week. I think it was like right when I tested positive. I was like, I'm going to start playing The Surge. And <laughs> a symptom of COVID. <laughs> seriously, a symptom of COVID. <laughs> playing The Surge. And I am obsessed. I have been playing it constantly i am almost i've almost beaten it but i'm planning on going and buying the dlc and playing that before i beat the game because online it's recommended that you do the dlc first because the dlc gets harder in new game plus mm. and i'm definitely going to play new game plus <laughs> and i want to platinum it and i'm freaking out and i'm having such a good time and i love it awesome. and i was like i was doing pretty well i was using um the one-handed weapon, like a, a one-handed weapon for like most of the game. Mm -hmm. And then I got to the second to last boss and he just was trouncing me and I could not beat him. Oof. And I like, I left the boss room, like I like got killed and I ended up back in the med bay. And cause it's like a Souls-like game, you know, it's, it's very much like Dark Souls. But I was, I was sitting there and I was just like, Maybe I should just give up. I was like, maybe this is as far as I'll get in the surge. I got to the second to last boss and I just couldn't beat him. Maybe I'll just give up. And then I was like, screw that. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, I'm going to gain 10 more levels. I'm going to build up all of my, my armor to the highest possible level that I can get to at the moment. I'm going to... Um, find a better weapon for myself and I'm going to kill him. And so that's what I did. And I spent all day today getting 10 levels up. I found that I do much better with the heavy duty weapons, which is like a, it might, the one I use is a big fiery ax. Mm -hmm. And I found out that I was really good at that one. <laughs> so I use that now. I built it up to as strong as I could possibly get it at the moment, you know, without going into new game plus. And I built up all my armor, and I just, like, killed a ton of dudes and just went... It was crazy. And then I ran in there, and I killed them on my second try after that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the only reason I lost in the first try is he, like, 
when you when you further take down the first block of his health, he runs and hides, and then he calls in a robot, the first uh. boss that you had to fight. He calls in the first boss, and you have to fight him again. Oh, man. And the first boss, you have to hit his ankles until he um, stupidly like shoots off a rocket that um, ends up coming back and hitting himself, and then he'll fall forward, and you can hit his head until he dies. Mm. But... This one was not stupid enough to shoot off the rocket and hit himself, no. so he wasn't falling. So I didn't know what to do. And so the first time I died just running around trying to get him to fall, trying to figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then I looked it up and saw what I needed to do, and then I just took him out. Nice. It was awesome. <laughs> and now I've been just cruising through the rest of the game. <laughs> it's been so much fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but... I really enjoy it. It's very much like Dark Souls, um, you know, in the way that it's got like the, it's got the, the, the bonfire kind of mechanic thing, you know, like it's got the med bay and you go out and you fight enemies and you pick up the, the scrap, which is like souls and you bring it back. And then when you go into the med bay again, everyone respawns. And the difference though, is that you can bank your scrap so you can bring it back and you can save it in the med bay. So you don't have to worry about losing it, Mm -hmm. which you may think, oh, that just makes it way easier. But they trade it off by when you die and you lose your scrap, you only have two minutes and 30 seconds to pick it up again or it's gone forever. Oh, dang. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so that's how you get the, the, that's how they they make it a little more fair. Mm. You know, you can bank your scrap, but you know. How much scrap have you lost forever? Like, what's the most? That you weren't able to couple get back thousand. to. A couple thousand. A couple thousand? Yeah. Not not tons. I'm pretty good about getting back there, especially because um, it's really easy to just run past enemies mm. in yeah. this game. Like, I feel like in Dark Souls, I know a lot of people do that. They just run past enemies to get through levels, but I've never been good at that in Dark Souls. I always get caught by someone and killed. Yeah. But in, in the Surge, I'm really good at just running past people. And so if I lose my scrap... I just run past everyone, get to my scrap, and then I run back. Mm-hmm. And These then games I it. <laughs> where you can go and retrieve something that you've lost mm-hmm. in death, I think it's always a really interesting discussion, like, what people have lost. Yeah, like the amount that the they've amount lost. The amount that they've lost. In fact, I meant to bring this up earlier. Um, I don't... I, 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 I was checking around on Reddit because I was curious how much people have lost and there was actually a topic about it. And I think the most that I saw was somebody who mentioned losing like 360,000 souls, um, in dark souls one. Um, last week I lost 818,000 souls in, in demon souls. I, oh, that hurts. That I, hurts uh, my soul. Yeah. It was a fall death, and I was on my way back to pick up my souls from the little patch of ground right before where I'd had my fall death, and I had a fall death about 12 feet away. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were gone forever. <laughs> That's so oh, bad. F to that pay is. respects. Oh my god. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Has, 
I I stopped and I just sort of stared open mouthed <laughs> at the it was honestly it was a very muted response. Like it's the kind of thing where I feel like I would have been justified in like crying. Yeah. Or screaming. Oh, yeah. or, I might have cried. Or, I like, definitely would have turned off the game. Or pulling some hair out. Yeah, something. At least for the day. But I, I literally just sat there. It was the most muted response imaginable. Mm. I just I just stared at the screen for like three minutes and then I was like, okay. And I just kept going. <laughs> like what what else was I supposed to do? It was like I went through I went through all the stages of grief in like a nanosecond. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like my response I know my response. I know exactly what I would have done. I would have been furious. I would have turned off the game and then I probably would have turned it on again like a little while later. And I would have just set out to go get that exact same amount yeah. again. And I did have... Just, like, and build I did it up. Actually, I'm like, you know what? I had that much souls. I'm going to get it again. And, and I'm going to level up. Two days later, when it sort of hit me that, like, that had really happened, I actually did have a moment where I was like, I'm going to get it back. I'm just... I'm going to grind, and I'm just going to get it back. Yeah. And uh, I had started a new game, another new game plus. I think I'm on, like, four or five now. But I had started another new game. And so I was just I was just killing all the bosses and just saving everything up and not spending any of it. And I got to 436,000 souls and then I lost it again. <gasps> no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> and at that point I was like, Elsa, you need to stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Yikes. Oh man. That. Wow. It just, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, that hurts big time. Video games are so fun. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad that the surge lets me bank my scraps so that I don't have to suffer yeah. quite that much disappointment. Yeah, I mean, losing all of that because I was 12 feet away from my fall death marker and then I had another fall death, that was pretty bad. Uh, nice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't even like, okay, I, I can't obsess over this. I need to stop. <laughs> there was no reason. <laughs> there was no reason for me to fall. Oh, my like, gosh. It was bad. <laughs> One thing, though, that I think is, is like, the big difference between The Surge and Dark Souls, and le at least with, like, difficulty, I think, is that I feel like The Surge, it's a lot easier to move around through the levels than it is in Dark Souls, just in general. Like... I I have no trouble moving around through a level and not dying too many times. I can get all over the place. I can even run past enemies. They're pretty forgetful, and a lot of times they'll they won't follow me for very long, except for these one guys that you have to kill twice in order to keep them dead, and they'll follow you for ages. Yes. But um, for the most part, you can just like run around, and it's really easy to move around. But the bosses are so difficult. There hasn't been a single boss in the surge that I've been able to beat on my first try, and there hasn't been a single boss that I didn't get stuck at for at least a day, mm. sometimes a couple days. Ugh. Like, I, I, I've had to look up how to beat the bosses for almost all of them. And I, like, I've had, every single time I end up banging my head against the wall, just, like, freaking out and thinking, this is where I'm not going to be able to keep going. I'm going to be stuck here at this boss, with every single boss. But in Dark Souls, I feel like I have a harder time just moving around the level than I do beating the boss. Uh. <laughs> I have an a I have the, I 
am pretty good at beating the bosses. I don't feel like I get stuck at them very often, and I beat most of them on my first try, especially in Demon Souls, too. Yeah. Demon Souls, I think there was only, like, two bosses in the whole game that I had to do more than once. Mm. And, like, all the rest of them I beat first try. The Surge, I cannot beat any of these bosses without having to, like, throw myself at them over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And the second boss, I was stuck on that one for, like, three days. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> that was the that was the one I was stuck at for the longest, and it was so infuriating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Good. I'm enjoying the surge. That's a lot of fun. Very nice. And I'm hoping I can beat it soon. <laughs> Maybe I can even beat it before I play Cyberpunk. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> sit there with that that look on your face, Elsa. <laughs> my love of my love of cyberpunk. I don't disapprove of your love of cyberpunk. You and cyberpunk have my full support to engage in whatever adult relationship you want. I just feel like, like you're you know exactly how going to get game. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> she she's been burned before. Uh. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so today, maybe I should have talked about this beforehand. Sometimes I feel like we should telegraph, like, what we're planning to do. So it doesn't feel completely aimless. (laughs) That we're just, like, talking for apparently 46 46 minutes. minutes. Um, Okay, well, we're going to have to cut most of us just yammering on about how we have covid and it's so interesting <laughs> right at the beginning seriously it's not we're sick it sucks there were um, some of these games i don't have much to say about yeah but what we're doing is we have decided for this episode we're going to do a follow-up of our 2020 would you rather so first episode of the year last year and um we we wrapped up our season basically or we know we started it because we wrapped it up the the episode before yeah um we started this newest season of our podcast with a with a game of would you rather and we just went through a list of titles that at the time were supposedly coming out in 2020 or that were slated for 2020 dates and there were a few that i was really skeptical about i was like i don't know if this is going to really come out in 2020 but you know certain people insisted um, it's weird. I have a hard time remembering who it was. It almost feels as though there was like a fourth member of this podcast, but that can't be right. There's only <laughs> ever been three of us. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's weird. It's like this gap in my memory all of a sudden. Did we go to a um, firehouse at one point? I don't know why. Yeah. I don't remember why either. Hmm. Lady who? No, that didn't happen. Um, so there was definitely only three of us in this episode. And um, we went through a list of these games that were supposedly coming out in 2020 and just did and just paired them up with like a with a like kind, basically, and said, you know, would you rather play this or this? And we kind of went through the list and had to make some choices. Um, going through this list almost a year later and reviewing these games, um, Almost everything has been pushed to at least 2021. Some of it is just indefinitely not coming out, is what it seems. Um, And I would like to 
go through these games and talk about our choices and find out if we got the chance to play any of these. Because <laughs> <coughs> so many of them just didn't come out. Um, so, like, for example, first pairing that we talked about was Gods and Monsters, which has been changed to the title of Immortals Phoenix Rising. So Immortals Phoenix Rising or Skull and Bones. Um, I think Immortals was released yesterday. Mm -hmm. And um, Skull and Bones was pushed to 2021. So there's an example. So obviously we haven't gotten the chance to play either of these. Um, I picked Immortals at the time and I'm standing by that answer. How about you, Aaron? Yeah, same. I... I've seen more like gameplay and stuff on it, and it it looks so fun, you guys. Like I, yeah, I want to get it like really soon. Yeah, it actually does look really cool. I'm glad it actually released. Mm -hmm. Yeah, apparently yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll have to look into that. Uh, Jensen, how about you? Well, I apparently chose Skull and Bones, which I still haven't heard like anything about that. But I did play the demo for Immortals, and it was fun. And I will. I'm. Planning on getting it, but I probably will wait a while, you know, until I've gotten yeah. through some of my backlog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. It's very, you can tell that it was, it was created um, from like an idea someone had while playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh. It's got a very similar like feel uh-huh. and it even looks like they've reused some of the um, animations. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pretty cute and fun. Mm-hmm. Next one is Cyberpunk 2077 or Elden Ring. Um, yeah, El- so Cyberpunk 2077 was pushed to... Uh, is it Your next birthday. week? Yeah, it's my birthday. It's coming out on my birthday now, December 10th. Yeah. Um, Elden Ring is supposed to have a June release of next year, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I chose Elden Ring. I'm still more excited for that, but I will be playing Cyberpunk 2077 first. It's coming out, you know, on my birthday, and I think I pre-ordered it already. You didn't? I didn't? I remember we talked about this. You oh, thought okay. that you had because they sent out that message, but they sent it out to everyone. Yeah. Okay. Um, weird. I was confused yeah. about that. I, I, well, yeah, I meant to, too, I meant I to like, pre-order it. But I didn't. Okay. So I guess I'll just borrow yours at some point. <laughs> I'll have two copies because I got it on Stadia also. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I still, I'd still, i still trade it for Elden Ring any day. Sorry. I'm just excited fine. for that. Um, Aaron, how about you? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm still sticking with Elden Ring. Um, honestly, the more I see on Cyberpunk, the more it looks like it's just not a game for me <laughs> it's a little much for me i'm sorry <laughs> but i might like watch That's jensen fine. play some of it or something mm-hmm. and you are still more excited for it's, cyberpunk than you've been excited for anything it's in your life. very much no not quite but it's very much my kind of game <laughs> i think i'm probably a little bit more excited for the mass effect legendary edition remaster of the trilogy than i am for cyberpunk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Mass Effect is the closest thing to my heart in existence. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm more excited for that. But I have been looking forward to Cyberpunk for a long time because I have been 
really wanting to play a game where I get to create my own character and be in a super sci-fi kind of place with lots of choices and lots of crazy stuff. And that looks like what it's going to be. And I'm kind of amazed that I still have not been able to play this game, even though it has been a full year, almost, since we talked about it last. <laughs> since we, like, did this, this <laughs> would-you-rather game. It's been almost a full year. Okay, next pairing is Hellblade 2, Senua's Saga, or Once Upon a Time in Roswell. Both of these games were pushed to mysterious release dates and aren't out yet. Um, I stand by my original answer. I will buy the new Xbox Series X for Hellblade. Like, I... Yeah, that's going to be when I buy that machine, yeah. is when this game comes out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> Pretty much. Erin, how about you? I also chose Hellblade 2. And I still need to play the first one. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. It's very good. And Jensen, do you stand by your previous answer as well? Yes, I still want Hellblade. And I am also planning to get an Xbox so that I can play Hellblade. <laughs> yeah. For for the most part, I'm noticing that like our, we're, like our there are very few instances where we've changed our mind. But there are a few. I do have a couple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, Little Hope or Tell Me Why was the next pairing. These actually both came out. Um, I still haven't played either. Tell me why still looks more my speed to me, but I am planning to play both. Yeah. I just anticipate I'll like tell me why more. Mm. How about you, Erin? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm still sticking with a little hope. Um, tell me why it looks a little depressing for me. It does, which it is what does. I like about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's also one of the reasons why I said Little Hope and why I'm sticking with mm. it. Because <laughs> Tell Me Why looks sad. Yes, it and does. I, I can only handle so much sad. So I probably will eventually play it. But Little Hope, it looks really fun and spooky. Mm. So, And I know it's already come out. But I almost feel like if I played it without Lainey here, it would be a disservice to her. She'd be sad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'll probably I, wait till she gets I home. didn't even really think about that the first time we went through the list. But when Little Hope came out, one of the reasons that I didn't jump on it was that I was like, oh, it's really going to be the kind of thing that I want to enjoy yeah. through her perspective. And after this hell year that we lived through, it just doesn't feel like it's going to be that long before she's back. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just wait. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and for Tell Me Why, I just... Uh, well, it does look depressing, <laughs> and you have to be in a certain type of mood for that. Mm. Yeah. And I have not gotten to the point where I'm up to playing a really depressing little uh, exploratory game like that yet, but I probably will soon, because everyone's normally just feel the urge coming on. Um, so next pairing is Final Fantasy VII or Last of Us. Uh, we all actually played both of these. They came out, <laughs> amazingly. I didn't play Final Fantasy. You so didn't play Final Fantasy. I played VII. the demo, but that's it. Oh, I thought you'd played the game. I didn't play Last of Us. Weird. Yeah, Aaron didn't play Last of Us. Okay, I played both of them. <laughs> yeah. Elsa just <laughs> thinks that Elsa's just like that self-centered that she thinks that I guess so. We do whatever she does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's probably the explanation. Um, I played both of these, and I originally said that I was more excited for Final Fantasy VII. Um, and now that I've played both games, I do rank Final Fantasy VII a little higher than Last of Us Part Two. I enjoyed them both, 
But uh, between the two of them, Final Fantasy VII does uh, merit more from me. So I guess I just know myself really well. Um, what do your guys' irrelevant opinions land on then, <laughs> since you didn't play both? Well, wow. I thought you had. I thought you both played both. That's weird. Yeah, I haven't even played the first Last of Us game. But I, yeah, Final Fantasy just in general was so amazing. I loved it so much. And I've watched some Last of Us Part 2 gameplay and Final Fantasy is just more my speed. Oh, I I had originally said Final Fantasy 7, uh, but then I actually ended up playing Last of Us Part 2. And the main reason I ended up playing Last of Us was because I played the first one. And then once I finished the first one, I had You to loved play it the so much one. you yeah. had to play the second yeah, one. Yeah, I had to play the second and one. And you ended up making a choice and you chose it over Final Fantasy 7, yep. which is in the true spirit of of a would you rather like face heel turn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I will eventually play Final Fantasy Seven, but um I've I've kind of hit this point where I don't feel like I wanna get it if I can't get it in a steel book. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's where I'm at is I, I want it in a steel book. And I know it has a steel book, so I just need to find a copy in a steel book for a price that I don't hate. <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. Uh, next one is Resident Evil 3 or Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Um, Resident Evil 3 came out, Vampire the Masquerade. Bloodlines 2 Got was pushed, pushed to, to 2021. Some unknown date in 2021. I ended up choosing Resident Evil 3 because it's what I played, but it was only because Vampire the Masquerade didn't come out. Yeah. I'm still more excited for that, I think. I did enjoy the guts out of Resident Evil 3. Mm. It was so fun. What about you, Erin? I am sticking with Vampire the Masquerade. Um, I don't think I'll ever be able to play a Resident Evil game. <laughs> <laughs> never say never, Erin. I used to think that too. True. <laughs> People who don't like playing survival horror being made to play survival horror is such good content. It is. <laughs> <laughs> we should make her play Resident Evil 7. Oh, That's the first one I played no, and it was it was a good one to start no. with. So I, ori I originally chose Vampire the Masquerade and I stick by that. I'm still so furious that it didn't come out and i am looking forward to it so much it's another one of those it's like cyberpunk where it like hits all of my buttons where it's like i get to play an rpg as a vampire that's like all i need <laughs> <laughs> but i am also really looking forward to playing resident evil 3 like yeah i know it already came out but i haven't played it yet because i i played 7 i played 2 and i actually bought Resident Evil 3 and 2 on Black Friday and so I'm looking forward to playing Resi 2, mm. 3, whichever one. Mm -hmm. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next pairing was El Ijo, A Wild West Tale or Eastward. Um, oh, so El Ijo also released this week, um, but none of us oh. played it. And Eastward hasn't been released yet. I originally chose El Ijo. And uh, I guess I can play it because it just came out finally. Yeah. Um, but Eastward has not yet. So 
we don't really have the choice to play Eastward, which is unfortunate because it's what both of you chose. <laughs> Do you stick by your choice? Um, I honestly don't remember anything about either of these two games, so I guess... <laughs> It's been a long year. It's been a uh, long it's been year. Long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I actually had some spare time today after work. And so I went and watched some of these trailers because my memory is awful. Um, so uh -huh. I, I chose Eastward. But I as comparing the two trailers, I'm not sure. They both look really fun. But ne uh, neither one looks like a game I'd love enough to finish. Like, I might watch someone yeah. play it, or I would play it if someone, like, brought it over or something. Um, but I think I still am leaning toward Eastward. Okay. That's, That's fair. fair. Jinx. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, so next pairing is Bayonetta 3 or Persona 5 uh, Royal Edition. Um, Bayonetta 3 still hasn't been released. Um, yeah. <laughs> Persona 5 Royal came out. Um, I stand by Bayonetta 3, like, more than ever. I needed, I needed that game this year, and it, it abandoned me. That's how I feel. So I chose Bayonetta 3 originally, but now I don't know. Because <laughs> when we talked about this, <laughs> I, I, I was playing Persona 5. Um, and I assumed I would have beaten it by now, but I haven't. <laughs> and the more I see the new character in action, the more I want to play Royal. That's fair. Mm, yeah. That's a, yeah. That makes sense. That does sound enticing. Mm. That's just, that's basically how I feel too. I originally chose Bayonetta 3, but I'm now thinking I would probably want to play Persona 5 more. Mm-hmm. Mm. I started it, well, not Royale, but, like, I started the original one, and it's very cute and fun, and I want to play mm -hmm. more. I also kind of want to play Royal, so. <laughs> yeah, it's a conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Animal Crossing New Horizons or Psychonauts 2. Um, Animal Crossing New Horizons came out. Psychonauts 2 was pushed to 2021. Um, I'm still gonna have to go with my early 2000s Johan Vasquez looking RPG. <laughs> Psychonauts 2 looks real cute in, like, that fun, creepy kind of way. And uh, Animal Crossing's just... I get that it's addictive and that the gameplay is really appealing. And I, I know I would like it if I played it, which is part of why I am avoiding it. <laughs> because I just feel like I have enough of that kind of thing in my life so <laughs> yeah. I don't need another one yeah. um yeah I'm still going with Psychonauts 2 I I just don't really have any interest in Animal Crossing I mean I understand the appeal for it but I think one of the things that really threw me off of it was like everyone and their dog and including some of our best friends were just like constantly hyping this new Animal Crossing game and just this level of excitement I haven't seen in a long time. And it was really bothering me because Final Fantasy VII Remake was just around the corner. And that's also these people, like one of their favorite games of all time. But all they could talk about was Animal Crossing. 
And I was like, what is this <laughs> level of hype for this weird game? <laughs> I just you traitors. I don't understand it. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> I think it's really interesting how there is some enthusiasm that's really contagious that you're just like, you're suddenly right there with them and you're so excited. Mm -hmm. And then there's other kinds of enthusiasm where it's like the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, because you're so excited, I couldn't care less. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know what causes that. Yeah. And I generally try to avoid that mm -hmm. attitude. Like, everyone loves it, so I'm going to hate it. But this time it was just like, what? what? Why? <laughs> uh -huh. well, I am still looking forward to Psychonauts 2. I think it'll be so much fun. I didn't get Animal Crossing, but the hype was actually kind of working on me. I saw so many people talking about it and so much stuff about it that it made me kind of want to play mm -hmm. it. <laughs> but not enough that I actually got it. Because, you know... I didn't have a job at the time, so I could only buy a limited number of games, and I chose Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima, mm. and I don't regret my choice. Yeah. <laughs> Next pairing is Unholy or Someday You'll Return. Unholy was pushed to 2021. Someday You'll Return actually did come out. So this one was really close to for me. In fact, um, it was close enough that I'm like sad to admit I didn't actually end up downloading Someday It'll Return since I did actually have the opportunity to play that. Hmm. Uh, but I did go with Unholy originally. Um, that's the one that still looks more interesting to me. But I'll probably be um, be jumping on Someday It'll Return now that I know that like it did actually come out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, this was another one I had to look up both games because I totally forgot them. And I'm still going with Someday You'll Return, even though it looks kind of scary, but much less so <laughs> than Unholy. Like, I couldn't finish the trailer. I was just like, oh, no, no. <laughs> like, too gross, too scary. <laughs> I can't do this. And the music was, like, really grating on me. I was like, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if I will play Someday You'll Return, but it does look kind of intriguing. Oh, like a scary uh -huh. walking yeah. simulator almost. I don't remember this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I originally chose Unholy and I don't remember either of them. And um, I and you only just started playing survival horror at all. Yeah, I only just started survival horror, so I don't really know. I guess I'll stay stick with Unholy for now because it sounds, from the title, it sounds like something I would be interested <laughs> in. <laughs> Jensen really, really likes heresy. I really like blasphemy. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. So now we've got Elder Scrolls Six or Starfield. Both of these were pushed. Starfield was pushed to 2021. Elder Scrolls Six was pushed to the actual end of time. Um, so I originally said Elder Scrolls Six, but I am going to change my answer to Starfield since it's more likely to actually come out and it, this one was close for me anyway yeah so i'll take uh i'll take starfield then nice <laughs> how about you Aaron? I, i'll take elder scrolls 6 that's yeah that was my first choice and i i will still hold out hope that it is coming i won't give up yeah. <laughs> before the end of time yeah. before the earth collapses in on itself it could be any day now honestly <laughs> Better not happen before cyberpunk. <laughs> All right. Um, it's legitimately what she's concerned about. <laughs> seriously. 
Seriously, as soon as like the as this whole COVID thing and the the earthquakes and everything started happening, literally one of my first thoughts was, "I'm gonna die before I play Cyberpunk." <laughs> right. Knocking on wood. <laughs> yeah, I just constantly had okay. it's the end of the world and we know it just running <laughs> through my head like that in- <laughs> those entire two first two months. Food <laughs> for twenty. Seriously. <laughs> The fact that we thought even for a second that either of these games might come out in 2020 just proves how delusional we are. Because seriously, yeah, there was no way. But I stand by my choice. I want to play Starfield just a teensy bit more than Elder Scrolls. I'm excited for both. But you know I love my sci-fi. So can't wait for Starfield. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't next pairing. Anything about it, I don't care. <laughs> next pairing is Remothered Broken Porcelain or System Shock. Uh, Remothered Broken Porcelain actually came out on October 13th. System Shock uh, is in limbo, which means it still has a 2020 date, like when you try to look up any information about it. Yeah. But it doesn't have like an actual day. It just says 2020. Mm. And it's like... At this point, if it doesn't have... It's December. Like, at this point, if it doesn't have a release date... It's not coming out. It's not coming out in 2020. There's no way. Um, But they haven't updated it. So, for those games, I just put Limbo. Watch it come out next week just to spite me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, sure. (laughs) If I... (laughs) If I was in charge, I would probably do that kind of stuff. Um, So, I chose Remothered. Um, initially, and I do stand by that, but I haven't played Broken Porcelain yet because I actually hadn't played the first Remothered when I chose this. It was a game I've been interested in for a long time. I thought it sounded really cool. It's my kind of thing. And I had a copy and I was planning to play it. And I actually did this year get around to um, starting Remothered, but I haven't yet finished the game, so I didn't start sequel but i am enjoying the first one a lot it's a good time it's real weird it's a nice it's a nice clunky incompetent survival horror like you know what i mean yes like where the main character is like useless (laughs) yeah like i'm i'm having fun with it it's nice and spooky it's weird um i i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna enjoy it a whole lot and then i'm thinking I'm going to enjoy the sequel a whole lot. So I stand by that. Yeah, I'm standing by Remothered as well. But mostly just because you thought System Shock looked horrifying. Yeah. yeah. you. I seem to remember <laughs> you kept freaking out during the trailer. Oh, oh my! So yeah, oh so no! <laughs> yep. You probably shouldn't play the Surge. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I'll take... How know, about you, Jensen? <laughs> do you do you stand by your choice? I originally chose Remothered, but uh, now I think I'm going to change to sh- System Shock because that feels right for me. You Since know? you just played The Surge. Yeah, it's very similar. Like The Surge has that sort of like electronic horror yeah. element, mm. and I'm just really feeling that right now. Okay. You know? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so we have Godfall or Beyond Good and Evil 2 next. Godfall came out... Um, November 12th, so it just came out. Um, Beyond Good and Evil is, 2 is also in Limbo. Um, Godfall still looks more interesting to me, and Beyond Good and Evil 2 still has some inexplicable 
quality that just makes me think it'll piss me off if I ever play it. So I'm going to stand by my choice mm -hmm. of Godfall. Haven't bought it yet. Haven't played it yet. Um, I mean, it was released November 12th, which is when I started Demon Souls. And I just haven't done a whole lot since Other then. Than <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. you've platinumed it, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess this is kind of an embarrassing moment for me because I was, I've been super stoked for Godfall. And I think just because of the weirdness of this year, I had no idea it was already out. <laughs> I was planning on getting it. So yeah, I'm going to still go with Godfall and maybe I'll play it sometime soon. I also chose Godfall and I haven't played it yet, but I'm still planning to. But with Cyberpunk and Assassin's Creed and Spider-Man and Demon's Souls and my new love for The Surge, uh, it's going to have to wait a while. Yeah. Maybe Next. I'll play it around the same time that yeah. Anne plays it. <laughs> we can play together. Next pairing is Little Nightmares 2 or Monstrum 2. Little Nightmares 2 is pushed to 2021. Monstrum is in limbo. So we can't play either of these games yeah. either. Um, there's a lot of that going around. So yeah. after playing the first Little Nightmares, I am even more excited to play Little Nightmares 2. Uh, Monstrum still kind of looks cool, but like Little Nightmares is something that I now know definitively that I really love so I'm just like even more in its corner mm -hmm. yeah I also am sticking with little nightmares too um mostly because I want to watch someone play it I chose little My nightmares too and I'm sticking with it I completely forgot that this game was like existed at all or was going to exist uh, until I saw some screenshots a couple weeks ago and since then, I've been like, that looks awesome. I'm looking forward mm -hmm. to that. Uh, so our next pairing is Watch Dogs Legion or Ghost of Tsushima. Both these games were released. Um, I picked Ghost of Tsushima. I stand by that decision. I played Ghost of Tsushima and loved it. Watch Dogs Legion looks a lot more interesting now to mm -hmm. me, though. Uh, I will say that. And I do want to give it a play. But I initially chose Ghost of Tsushima, and I guess I really did, because then I played it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, I think Watch Dogs looks like a fun mess-around game, but having played Ghost of Tsushima, it um, definitely has more qualities that interest me. I originally chose Watch Dogs, and I haven't gotten it yet, um, but I do still plan to play it, but same answer for the Godfall question. I just have too much on my <laughs> plate right now, so I'll get to it eventually. I did play Ghost of Tsushima, though, and I loved it so much. So this is another one of those strange ones where I said one thing and then I played another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Happens to you a few times mm -hmm. on this list. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Ghostwire Tokyo or Kingdom of Night were both pushed to 2021. Um, I chose Ghostwire Tokyo. I mainly did that because it's the same studio. Well, wait. At the time, I don't think I knew that. I don't know why I chose Ghostwire Tokyo. I was really excited for Ghostwire Tokyo for a hot second there. And I did choose it for our Would You Rather. And I still think it looks cool. But the most recent stuff I've seen about Kingdom of Night... Uh, has me so stoked. I think I'm. I think I'm changing my mind. I hmm. think that between the two of them, I imagine I'll probably be more satisfied with Kingdom of Night. I'm torn on this. Um, so 
I think I mentioned last time, so I was super stoked for Ghostwire Tokyo, and I'm still pretty excited about it. But I was thinking it would be more of like a third-person game and more along the lines of um, like Judgment or Yakuza. Um, but it, now the more I see it, it looks like a scarier first-person uh, person version of Control. Um, but I'm still yeah. probably going to play it and enjoy it a lot. And yeah, I think Kingdom of Night looks really fun, but it's another one of those genres of games that I don't know if I'd really finish it. I chose Ghost War at Tokyo, and I still think that looks really cool. I'm not so sure about Kingdom because I seem to remember, isn't this the one where we weren't sure if it was an MMO or not? Um, or was that Crimson Desert? I think that yeah. was Crimson Desert. Oh, okay. And I, I don't remember what Kingdom yeah. of Night is like. So <laughs> It just looks really yeah. cool. I don't know. Creepy. Yeah. But Ghostwire Tokyo um, looks quite interesting to me. So mm -hmm. I'm still leaning towards I that one. I think I'm... The, the fact that it's in first person was one of the first things that gave me pause. Because mm -hmm. what I was going to say before is it's the studio that did Evil Within and Evil Within 2. And I love those games. But I, of course, didn't know I loved those games <laughs> when we did this. Because I hadn't played either of them. Yeah. Um, but I know that I love those games, but Ghostwire Tokyo looks like they are moving away from that type of game. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know what to expect mm -hmm. from it. Mm -hmm. And that actually gives me pause. So basically learning that it's done by a studio I really like worried me because mm -hmm. it looks so different mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> from the other games. Um, well, yeah, we'll see. It's the same. It's It's like one of the Bethesda types it's not bethesda but it's like it's like within bethesda right? yeah like zenimax or something Wendell's. like that and yeah it's like a bio it's like the same type. yeah it's like the same people who did like prey mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure yeah and prey is pretty great that's and i've been meaning person. to play prey and it looks good i think that's part of the yeah. reason why i think ghostwire tokyo looks really cool is because it yeah. looks a bit like prey it still looks cool this one is one of the harder ones for me i just think right now i'm leaning towards kingdom um, so next one is Biomutant or Crimson Desert. These were both pushed to 2021. I am intrigued by Crimson Desert, but that's the one that we're pretty sure looks like an MMO. Yeah. So I am much more likely to play Biomutant. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just on that alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of feel the same. I chose Biomutant, <clears throat> but then I watched um, Crimson Desert trailer today, and if it's not an MMO... I would totally play the crap out of it because I love medieval fantasy and I I occasionally enjoy sci-fi games, but like they're not my jam. I've been waiting for Biomutant for years. I saw stuff about it back when I was um, in college and I was like, that looks awesome. And there's still no info mm -hmm. about it. And I'm worried there will never be info no. about it. But I really want to mm -hmm. play it. <laughs> I also think Crimson Desert looks cool, but again, if it's an MMO, yeah. then I'm out. And our very last pairing. First, we have to okay, we have to we have to stop gaslighting our audience <laughs> and each other, and just admit that this episode was the last episode that we did with Lane before she left on her mission. Mm -hmm. So Laney was with us for this episode. She was a real pill, you might recall. <laughs> um. Her answer was repeatedly Dragon Age 4 um, for everything because she just thought she was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and this, 
This last pairing is one that she included on the outline, and it was Fable 4 versus Dragon Age 4. <laughs> and I end parentheses, I just wrote, neither of these were ever coming out in 2020. You are dreaming. Um, but like, and, and I mean, that's true. Neither of them were ever going to come out in 2020, but they were both announced yeah. in 2020. <laughs> so I don't so. know what that says about Lane and her ability to predict the future or whatever. Uh, but then the punchline was that she chose Fable 4. <laughs> after, after choosing Dragon Age 4 in all of the previous categories, she chose Drag. She chose Fable 4. Oh today. my gosh. And <laughs> She's the worst. So that was that was how Lainey said goodbye to all of us. Is she was a troll one last time. Yep. Um, but that having been said, we did end up putting this on our Would You Rather and we asked the question and we all answered it. And I went with Dragon Age 4 because I had played some of the Dragon Age games and more recently and I was like, yeah, okay, Dragon Age 4. I, if that comes out, I will be stoked. But it's not going to. You're crazy. And then, though, I this year I got really nostalgic for the Fable games. It's been so long since I played Fable. And when they showed that trailer and we realized that there was actually going to be a <laughs> yes. Fable 4... It was such a, like, heartening moment in this dark mm -hmm. year. Like, I just wanted something dumb and fun, and it was right there. <laughs> so, so now I'm changing my answer to Fable mm -hmm. 4. <laughs> Aaron, you chose Fable 4 at the outset. Do you stand do. by that? Yeah. And I remember, <laughs> I think it was Fab Fable, correct me if I'm wrong. But I remember, like, a few years ago, like, a trailer came out for a new Fable game. And then it was just completely trashed. Like, yeah. they just yeah. abandoned it. And I was like, okay, cool. I yeah. guess I'll never... And I was looking yeah. forward to it. Wasn't that the Fable where they were going to do it like an MMO? Uh, yeah. yeah. But I still but was still looking forward really to it. still looked really cool. Yeah. I, just... I was signed up for the yeah. beta. I was signed up for the beta for that. And I was... I was so excited. It and did look it cool, but it was died. such a bizarre idea. It was like, it felt to me, it felt to me like somebody had just been like, what's our most popular property here at, is it Lion? Lionhead Lion Games? Fables. What's our most popular property here at Lionhead Games? And some poor Fables. little orderly was like, it's Fable. And there's like, what's the most popular type of game? It's like, MMOs. And he's like, do that. <laughs> like, that's what it felt like. It felt well, like there was just, I think Peter Molyneux was... was still in charge then, so that might have been exactly how it went down. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that was all the thought they put into that plan, which is probably why it was scrapped so quickly. Because... Well, it wasn't just the game that got scrapped. The whole yeah. company went under. Oh, I forgot that. Because yeah. oh. this is being made by the people who did the Forza games. Do I say poor Peter Molyneux? No. Or do I, I just... say poor Lionhead Studios. <laughs> poor everybody else at Lionhead Studios, <laughs> not Peter Molyneux specifically. <laughs> I mean, Peter Molyneux is... Uh... <laughs> Jensen has this look on her face like she's not sure whether this man deserves her pity or not. He promised us so many things that just didn't happen. I'm still pretty annoyed with him. Yeah. I mean, I love the Fable games. Don't get me wrong, but I'm still kind of annoyed with all of the things he said we were going to yeah. be able to do. Okay, so I forgot. I forgot all of that history. Mm -hmm. But you're telling me now that like this is a totally different studio doing it. Yeah. It's okay. the, it's the Forza people. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm stand by this. This is, yeah. I'm excited. They for make this. racing games. I'm excited to see what they do with an RPG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, their graphics are gorgeous. So, I mean, oh, yeah. that's going to be yeah. a huge thing. It's going to be, it's like at the very least, I'm sure it will be a beautiful mm-hmm. game. At the very <laughs> least, everybody will be quite sexy in it. Yes. Right? And maybe for the first time ever in Fable. <laughs> Except for Reaver, who and was Brooke. always sexy because he was Steam Fry and Brooke the Whore. Yeah. Oh, I love She Brooke was the always whore. sexy too. Stole our hearts many a time. She really did. Um, Jensen, you though you, you went with something. You went with Dragon Age 4. I did initially go with Dragon Age 4. Um, I'm I gotta say, I'm really excited just that there's finally proof that both of these games are coming out. I gotta say, I think I chose Dragon Age 4 specifically because I didn't think there was much of a chance of Fable coming out in, like, the next couple of years, or even there being any information about it. I was like, this is this is very unlikely. So I chose Dragon Age 4 because I felt like it was more likely. Now they're both happening, so I'm switching to Fable 4, because this is literally a dream come true for me. <laughs> I have been wanting another Fable game since the third game came out. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> Dragon Age 4 will probably be fun, but they will also probably ruin at least 30% of it. They're definitely going to ruin some of it. They have to. <laughs> I mean, they always make the yeah. stupid mage hats. They're like, super it will horrible. Be, it will That's be like fun. That's part of the franchise now. They can't let go of the dumb mage hats. It will be fun, but it will make you sad. Yes. But Fable Four, that's not going to happen. Fable Four is going to be just fun. It's going to be cute ridiculous the whole time and ridiculous and chickens. <laughs> for some reason, it's going to be it's going to be very very hard to let you down. Yeah, with it's going to be really hard to let me down with <laughs> because Fable your 4. expectations are like yeah. I am getting an Xbox for Fable Four <laughs> and Hellblade. Yeah, those are the only reasons I'm getting an Xbox. <laughs> okay. I'm sure I'll also get some you know Halo and Gears of War, but I'm getting it for Fable. Number one and Hellblade number two. Should we let Lainey know about any of this? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, should we tell her that both those games have been confirmed? Oh, she knows already. I messaged her like the second that it happened. <sighs> Why did you do that? She doesn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it through and no, we shouldn't. <laughs> Okay. okay, you know why I didn't... You know why I, I told her? Because she'll know eventually. Because she'll find out and then she'll get mad at me for not telling her. Yeah, like when she true. thought I hadn't told her that Cyberpunk changed to your birthday. And she was like, how come I had to find out that Cyberpunk was coming out on the 10th from the <laughs> internet and not from my sister? And I was like, you didn't. You found out from me and you forgot. <laughs> yeah. Um. She's so stupid. to kind of explain some of this... Lainey's in a position where she's not able to get a lot of information about the outside world. Yeah. Except through us. <laughs> so we have a little bit of control over her um, knowledge at present of the world. <laughs> and we try to abuse it as much as possible. But anyway. Yeah, for sure. Um, so last couple of questions before we wrap up this episode. What are we planning on playing next? I'll go first because it's fast. I don't know. I think I'm just going to be finishing on my backlog. But I have also been getting a craving to start a couple of new different things. And there's literally like a list of 12 titles that I can't decide between. So I don't know yet. Short answer. (laughs) I was debating on whether or not I wanted to jump right into my Killing Spree Vampire run. Um, 
because I really love the game, but I don't know if mm. I have enough motivation for a third time in a row. I mean, I really love the game, but I think three times in a row is a little much, so I kind of want to put some distance between it and me. Um, Understandable. Yeah. And like I said, Phoenix Rising is really high on my list, and uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon looks amazing. But mm. those cost money, yeah. and mm -hmm. also I don't have a PS5 yet. <laughs> and as Zach keeps yeah. reminding me, I still have games on the PS4 and the Nintendo Switch that I haven't played. I mean, logic, I guess, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and Jensen, what are you going to play next? Cyberpunk with Gurs. Of course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so excited for Cyberpunk. I cannot wait. <laughs> I wish I could start it right now, and I'm extremely jealous of the people who received their copies early. And I wish I had ordered mine from Best Buy so that I would have had a chance to possibly play it early. So, what not video game things are we obsessed with? I, um, you know, we've been sick. I'm sleeping, like, 16 hours a day. And <laughs> during the couple of hours that I am conscious and operational... Um, I'm typically just trying to get all the, like, really, really necessary stuff done for work or, you know, cleaning or boring stuff like that. But I also um, have binged a bit of American Horror Story. <laughs> Sometimes while I'm sleeping or while I'm playing Demon Souls. <laughs> because I've seen all of it before. I'm just binging it all over again. And I... I always, I, I think I hate this show. Like, I, I like, I, I step away from it for a few months or a year or two even. And I'm like, oh, I don't like American Horror Story. It's so trashy. Um, and then I watch it all again. And I'm like, I love this trashy campy show. It's, and like, I do. I just, I should accept it. I love it. I love this show. It's so silly and I actually am, I, I mean, this might be an unpopular opinion. I imagine it is because I feel like horror fans are always like, there's always a few of them that are like really cloying to be taken seriously. Um, I think that the later seasons are more fun and they stopped taking themselves so seriously. They started being sillier. And I think that made the show like a million <laughs> times better. I love how ridiculous those later seasons are. It's, a real good time. I, lo I love that show. I'm happy for <laughs> yes. you. Well, a couple things. Um, first, an announcement. Jack shed for the first time. Yay! Oh, <laughs> I missed him. Little snakey yeah. skin. I missed him Aww. so much. We hadn't seen him for like almost a week. Like he was just Aww. hiding away, trying to shed. And we were like really sad because we couldn't <laughs> see him. <laughs> But then oh, he was yeah. embarrassed. He was embarrassed. <laughs> Cause he was naked. He's like, that's never happened before. Like, oh my gosh, what was that? <laughs> yep. He did it all in Sweet one piece. So he's very successful. Oh, and, so right? talented. <laughs> I've never seen a snake sh like it's shed before. It's so weird. Like it, you can yeah. see every little detail, like every little scale, and even like where his eyes are. 
and like some of the lines in his head it's weird yeah it's really cool but anyway yeah (laughs) we finally got to hold him uh last night after like a week and we missed him so much (laughs) he is so so cute (laughs) anyway (laughs) uh let's see not much outside Uh, of video games but i i just finished a book called the lady and the highwayman and it's i think it's like (laughs) in 1865 or something. Ripper. I know, it sounds like a bodice ripper. <laughs> <No way. laughs> oh. A bodice ripper. It's actually the opposite. It's part of a series called Proper Romance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's even better and even more Aaron yeah. That you. is so yeah. Aaron. Oh, in fact, in fact it's is. an author from Utah and, you know, of course she belongs to oh. <laughs> Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's <okay>. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, Proper yeah. romance. It was good. It was it was really cute. It was a quick read. Um, it's basically about this lady. She runs like a, a collegiate school for young women um, who are basically lower middle class. Um, but on the side, in secret, she writes Penny Dreadful novels. And <laughs> and then, of cool. course, her okay. love interest is a Penny Dreadful writer. And suddenly, ah. you know, like this new Penny Dreadful author is coming up and like overtaking him. And he's not earning as much as he was. Actually, that's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. And he needs that's the money cute. to help like um street urchins and young girls get out of you know like horrible lives so it's yeah it's really bugging him he doesn't know who this new guy is and so you know obviously love ensues and secrets and all that fun stuff (laughs) but the the romance (laughs) felt totally natural it wasn't like you know, like these, this heartthrob, like, oh my gosh, my cheeks are so red and rosy and, you know, like stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like it it just felt really believable and it was really fun to watch their relationship develop. Like at first it wasn't like, you know, she sees him and she's like, oh my gosh, he's so handsome. But it's more just like she hears him talk and she's like, huh, this guy's pretty cool and just develops from there. Anyway, (laughs) that's, that's what I, was doing Lovely. outside of video games recently. <laughs> awesome. Sounds yeah, like you're enjoying fun. yourself. I I, it, it sounds very much like a you type it is. of book. It's Aaron. very me. <laughs> a bodice <laughs> remaining intact. Thank you very much. <laughs> a bodice remaining intact. And at first when I read it, I was like, that sounds like a bodice ripper. I was like, that sounds quite odd for Aaron. <laughs> Oh, you know, oh, COVID does funny. strange things. I'll take care of unlacing my own bodice. Thank you very much. 2020 <laughs> has ruined us all. <laughs> yeah, it has. Yeah. Seriously, uh, I've Good. been inside for way too long. Since I have COVID and I'm incredibly dehydrated all the time, I have been drinking Gatorade a lot. And I'm getting to the point where I really like Gatorade. <laughs> and I kind of am craving it all the time. So my thing that I have been obsessed with that's not video games is Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. I want some right now. Like, I'm literally thinking about going and opening an, another mm. one right now. Oh, I don't have it anymore. I thought I mm. had some. Yeah, gotta replenish those <laughs> electrolytes. We've only got a couple more left. We need more. Mm. I bought ten of them. Right I know, already. they're almost all gone. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's all she has outside of video games. Oh, yeah. Leave her alone. 
And I literally, right now, my COVID life is video games yeah. and Gatorade, and that's <laughs> it. And sleep. Video games, Gatorade, mm, and sleep. Sleep is important. <laughs> yeah. When I'm not playing video games and drinking Gatorade, I'm sleeping. It was such a quick turnaround. Like, initially, so we actually went and got tested the mm-hmm. same day. Yeah. Um, but her test came back positive, and mine came back mm. negative. So... I either hadn't caught it yet or it was a false yeah. negative. Um, but I was feeling a bit better in like the two or three days after I'd taken the test. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just be our one person in the house who can like leave in emergencies or whatever. So I'll go get us some food from the grocery store so that we've got a few essentials and I'll pick up a birthday present from mom because my mom got a positive COVID Aww. test for her birthday. <laughs> Um, and so I was out that day and I just picked up a few things, including, um, literally 10 bottles of Gatorade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, there, and like, not like, not the little ones. The big ones. Not the ones. The ones ones that wouldn't fit in a vending machine. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't fit in a vending machine. They're too big. Um, and Jensen has apparently finished off all of them. (laughs) Not all of them. There's uh, two and a half left. Okay. She has finished off. She's keeping careful count. (laughs) Dad drank one and Elsa drank one. Yeah, I drank one. And then mom had the half of the, the half mm. that's upstairs. That's yeah. Still there. And you can't do that. And then I that. had the rest of it. Poor thing got COVID. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just one of the most 2020 things to happen. I know. Mm. such a bummer. My cat is trying to pull my headphones out of my ear. <laughs> it's just because yeah. he loves you. Oh, um, wait. He's, he's freaking out. Can you see him freaking out with the... Oh, no. He just got scared and he left. Oh, <laughs> So that is a wrap. I guess there's nothing else to do um, until next season f- for us because our next episode is going to be uh, Game of the Year. Uh-huh. And um, that's going to be... But our special brand of Game of the Year. Our special talk about brand the game of Game of played. the Year that just accommodates <laughs> what we want to talk about rather than like any sort of traditional... Basically, we're just making up our own rules. It's yeah. going to be good. <laughs> Kind of like every um, episode we do. <laughs> yeah, Basically. exactly. Like, it's in keeping with the spirit of this podcast, which is we do what we want. Um, and we're princesses. Yeah, we're princesses, so yeah, we do what we want. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, next year, next next week, um, we're going to do, or not next week, um, next episode, we're going to do our game of the year. Yep. Next year, we're going to start off with a Would You Rather for 2021 and we'll see if we can't select some games that will actually come out. And um, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I am excluding every single game that was mentioned in our 2020 Would You Rather. Oh, bummer. Nope, they had their chance. <laughs> this is going to motivate you in the future when we do our Would You Rather. You're going to pick games that are actually likely to come out so this doesn't happen again, aren't you? You're not you gonna... chose half of those games. <laughs> Why are you acting like this is my fault? I only chose a couple of them. In fairness, it's mostly Lainey's fault. But you did choose a few that I was like, I don't think that's going to come out. And then it didn't. <laughs> Although, okay. That's true. Now, yeah. I mean, in re- to be real for a second, most of these games got pushed due to COVID. Like, it even yeah. will say that on... Yeah. A lot of <laughs> like them a lot of them. Um, 
but I still think it's a good rule to stand by because I'm finding plenty of games that have been announced that we haven't talked about yet. Okay. So that is going to be a rule um, going forward that if we have used it in a Would You Rather before, it doesn't get to be in the next Would You Rather, even if it gets pushed. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> I yep. just noticed that the Avengers Tower is in your little Roku screensaver. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like a skyline of, of New York, and it's got like robots and dinosaurs and stuff all over, and you can see the Avengers Tower. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I think it's next to the Daily Planet. Ah, it is. <laughs> Do I sound wearied by this? Yeah. There's a cat hair She's in my so mouth. Yeah. <laughs> There's cat hair in every orifice of my body. Mm. Product placement in general kind of makes me embarrassed. (laughs) Even if it's something that like, yeah, I'll buy that. I'm usually like, oh. I I mean, okay, I've seen some really good product placement. We cannot get into this right now. (laughs) We've been going for an hour and 46 minutes. I've been thinking about it a lot because I just played through the entirety of Astra's Playroom. But um, it's fine. Well, uh, we'll not talk about this right now. We will say goodnight. Erin, would you like to take us out? I would, but I do want to hear about this product placement sometime outside of the podcast. Yeah. I am intrigued. We will have a long discussion about good and bad product placement. Really fast, because you said good product placement, and I just remembered the best product placement ever. Josie and the Pussycats, the entire movie. Yeah, actually, that entire movie is a really <laughs> did you know excellent example of good product placement. They didn't get paid for all that product placement. Okay, then it's even they, funnier. I know, it's even better. They put it in there because they wanted to say something about product placement, not because they were getting paid. And they didn't want to be motivated by, you know, all the actual yeah. money involved. Okay, that's... It's so that, cool! You can kind of tell. Yeah, you that movie is amazing. You can tell watching the movie because none of the products. They're not nice to any of the products. They're not. And none of the products feel like they're there to be sold. It all feels like it's they're there. They're there to make fun of them. Yeah, and to be a part of the story. And, like, it fits yes. in the Okay, that's mm. fascinating. I know, isn't it great? <clears throat> Joseph okay. Pussy Cats is amazing. Yeah, uh, all right, I'm sorry. We just it's talked about how we ever. weren't going to talk about this. and then I'm we sorry. About it. I thought um, about Josie and the Pussycats, and once I started, yeah, really I mean, I would say that Josie and the Pussycats is a master class in really good product placement, and it makes absolute sense to me that, of it's course, the, they didn't get paid for any of it. Okay, it's the best movie ever. <laughs> yeah. and, I and I'm not just to... saying that because of the subliminal message in the movie that says Josie and the Pussycats is the best movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> and I do have to mention... The scene in Wayne's World, of course, where it's just like one big scene of product placement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another. That's another good example. See, yeah. yes, there are, there are components here, and it's not just your enjoyment of it, although that is a factor. Okay. Anyway, sorry, we we can't get into this. We can't get into this. We could talk about this all night. This is not our oh. podcast. No, we should do just separate pro- separate podcasts about product placement. Say. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let Aaron finish. She's okay. trying so hard. Okay, Aaron, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Well, our princess is not in this podcast, and she is in fact quarantining, unfortunately. Um, so hopefully by the next one, she'll be feeling better, and maybe we'll see her. Hey, thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Your hopes, your dreams, your loves and fears message us at princess and pod on instagram and twitter or check out our youtube channel princess in another video 
You can also email us at princessandanotherpodcast at gmail.com, and we'd love to hear from you. Take good care of your gamer hearts and souls.